0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast with me, Scott Chaloner. This podcast, just like the Leaders' Council itself, is all about recognizing and celebrating the people who keep this country running. We exist to give leaders a voice outside of their own organizations and to support them in the same way that they support their staff every single day of the week. If you are in a leadership position yourself and would like to have your voice heard on the national stage, then please do go to leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Now, joining me on today's programme on what is a warm spring morning here in the capital is Inzar Haq. Inzar is an entrepreneur and business development consultant at Insight Consultancy, a design agency based in Leicester, which is a trusted advisor and partner to a diverse range of businesses all across the UK. Um, Inzar, welcome to the programme and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hi, Scott. Thank you very much for having me.
0: It's a real pleasure having you on the programme. And I think a good place to start would be by addressing the elephant in the room here. And that's the fact that we are recording in mid June 2021. And so even though we're seeing some green shoots as we move out of social restrictions, we're still somewhat in the grip of the COVID 19 pandemic. And we have been in some way for the best part of 14 months now. So, with that in mind, Inzar, to what extent has all of this affected you in your business? last
1: year usually actually i mean um when when i mean first of all when lockdown happened it, it sort of i think it took the whole world by, by by surprise it was um i remember someone coming into the office very very early on and saying that you know that this um i think everything is going to change really and i know a few few people in the office said no you know it, it will it will pass um but slowly as the days and, and weeks went on um, you know it started becoming more and more serious and we really started having to look at what we're going to do to actually pivot our business um, you know we're a small design agency we're based in Leicester um, and uh, you know all our clients are um, very similar to us actually so so SMEs and micro SMEs and um, we didn't actually know how uh, the, the, you know how the impact was going to, to, to be and to what extent the impact was going to be so it was Really, a case of um, you know going into something that, that none of us uh, had ever prepared for, um, and that's that's exactly what happened. I think during the first lockdown, um, you know, we a lot of there was a lot of panic. Um, we, I think, within the first week, um, we lost about twenty to thirty percent of uh, our client base. Um, and when I say lost, it was more sort of a pause. Um, you know, look, you know, we're not quite sure how. We're going to manage to, um, you know, pay for the services that we offer. And a lot of our clients said that, look, we want to side and, uh, side with caution um, and see how things are before we we commit to any future projects. And any future projects were in the pipeline were 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 we'll paused as well. So it was very difficult in the beginning. Um, and you know, I think it's it's purely on the resilience of the small the small business community within um, the, the UK that you know we we started to see a glimmer of hope, and people started actually saying that, look um you know we 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 obviously need to put um food on the table, we've got staff members that that equally need that um and they started to find ways of uh you know sort of doing business in the new era
0: and I suppose one thing that business really doesn't like is uncertainty, and that's a large part of why a lot of projects of yours certainly have been put on pause. In, even in the environment that we're in now, where we're starting to move out of social restrictions somewhat, are you still finding that there's still some lingering uncertainty there, or is the landscape starting to become a little bit better?
1: Mm. Look, in all honesty, uh, Scott, the, where, where we were at, at, a, at a business, uh, as a business, and as, a, as I mentioned earlier, we are a, a small business ourselves, um, we ourselves were erring on the side of caution. Um, we didn't know how, we, how it was going to um, sort of pan out. But we're also fortunate um, that we're in an industry that that had a, a kind of a mini peak, if you like. So as I mentioned, Insight Consultancy is a design agency. Um, and what we found um, once the initial period, the shock of the first lockdown actually happened, um, companies started coming back and saying to us that, look, Actually, what we need to do is step up our marketing, our online marketing we you know whereas we we've always had a website and it was much more a vanity piece, we actually need the website to be a route to market for us so a lot of the clients started coming back um, and saying, "Well, you know what can you do? what can you do to support us to 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 bring more business in and we, as an organization had to had to respond to that um, and the way we did that was was to say that look um you know." Uh, the customers have always been loyal. Um very, very fortunate in that way. So we, we basically went back to the drawing board and had a had a look at our cost base um and see where we could become leaner than what we were. And and you can imagine a small organization is lean in, in the first instance, but actually we had to find ways of um, you know, becoming even more leaner so that we could pass that um on to our clients. Um so in that way, we were, we were, you know, I think we were one of the fortunate few, um, who saw the, the clients come back. Um, and even a few of our clients are, are, you know, restaurant chains and those restaurant chains where, you know, there, there was no glimmer of hope. And as time went on, that got worse and worse, still came back and said, we, we still want to remain within the, the, the minds of, of our, um, client base. And, uh, so yeah, in that way, we were very, very fortunate that we, we managed to, um, scale our business down in a way that we became leaner than what we were at organizations and um, than we've ever been before and we could pass it on to our clients and they benefited from that too.
0: That's really positive. And I suppose one way that business has really innovated over the course of this last year as well is by integrating digital and technology more into its day-to-day operations. And we've certainly seen that in some of the flexible working models that have been introduced over this last 14 months too. Now, there are benefits to working remotely and there are benefits to, of course, having a common office space with minds working together in person. But if we do ever get to a point are where COVID is no longer an immediate and present danger to life, do you think there's ever any room now for the office to ever come back in vogue as it was? Or is it likely that flexible working models, at least in a hybridised form, is going to be the status quo from now on, do you think?
1: I think that's a very interesting question, actually, because at the moment, uh, we are still all working from home. Um, Our offices are at the University in Leicester, at the Innovation Centre, but we're still all working from home. And uh, the question is now arising that what's going to happen next? Um, If you're asking my personal opinion, I I actually think that there will be a a much more blended, as you mentioned, a hybrid approach to the way that people do business. Um, What I found is very quickly we adopted um, a way of working that would not have uh, we wouldn't have dreamt of. Um, yes, we had the odd Skype call. We had the odd, you know, odd Zoom call. Zoom, what, Zoom was a term that wasn't, what, you know, wasn't in our vocabulary, and now it's used, you know, multiple times in in, in every hour of the day almost. And uh, so, in in my opinion, I think there will definitely be a blended approach, a hybrid approach to business. Um, as far as offices are concerned, I think people are much more open to the fact that you know you, you're a leaner organisation by working from home, um, and they they understand that fully. Um, I find that some clients, you know, it's, it's nice to get together every so often with, with your clients and, you know, maybe go for a coffee, but it could, it, you know, it, it, it isn't a case of someone has to travel to your offices, um, and maybe spend a few hours traveling down to you, um, uh, having the meeting and then traveling back. Whereas I think, um, working online makes that much, much more efficient. Um, and I think that's, that's the, that's the route we're going to take.
0: And it has its benefits, doesn't it, for time efficiency and sustainability, doing things remotely, such as meetings, which avoid sort of long traveling times and commutes. And that's another argument for sort of that flexible working model, isn't it? And I suppose sustainability as well is going to be a key part of whatever economic recovery we can expect by the sounds of things.
1: So much so, I think um, there's so many benefits, uh, Scott. To be honest, um, you know the environmental benefit of of not having to travel, the time benefit, the efficiency, um, you know, the, the number of people you can meet, but also geographic. Um, what what very early on, what we did is um, I got my sales team to start talking to people uh, a bit further afield. Um, a lot of our um, business comes from referrals and networking groups, um, and what we found was that we could we could actually Meet people um, to, 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 to give you an idea we you know we we picked up a few clients from the states uh, we picked up clients from um, Scotland um, and this is something that we wouldn't we wouldn't normally do um, now that that's worked out really well for us because um, if somebody wants to have that conversation um, you know it, it you know it's it, it's a matter of you know getting onto your computer and uh, and, and and having that conversation and in many ways it's uh, it's much easier you can share screens. So, I think it's it's those um, you know the, the adoption of technology that I think will will remain with us I think forever.
0: Certainly seems that way, doesn't it? And just thinking about sort of mental health and well being, which is another issue that's been greatly amplified by this crisis. I suppose working with clients and also members of your own workforce, you've also had to manage one or two anxious faces during this time. How's that been for you on the whole?
1: Yes, yeah, so that's 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 an interesting question because obviously working remotely has its uh, benefits, but also equally has um, you know huge uh, potential of um, you know going going you know the, the feeling of not being around your colleagues um, and isolation and loneliness. Um, and we we we've, we've always taken that very seriously. Um, what we tend to do is, from a practical point of view, we have Zoom on all the time, so Zoom would be running in the background, um, and each member would would have their own designated area within the platform um what we also tend to do is just be creative on how we can although we aren't um you know sort of close to each other physically but there's, there's nothing stopping us from doing um activities together as a team so we raised um uh, we you know we work with a local charity here um the Leicester royal infirmary the hospital we work with a charity there and we have a uh just recently, we we, we did a, a campaign called the, the Million step Challenge, and what that did was um, we would go for a, a morning walk, uh, record the number of steps, um, and um, you know we would we would, uh, and, and we raised a, you know I think about fifteen hundred pounds for the, the local hospital, and what that did was actually um, although we're not physically close to each other, you know we were doing a, a, a an activity where we were all involved um so i think you just have to be creative on how you you know you 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 bring people together and obviously be very very much aware of um the, the loneliness that you know could come with working remotely um so yeah we're very conscious of that
0: and i suppose that's one of many things that people have learned during this pandemic to be able to sort of lead people from afar um but also as well what's come with that is an element of trust like whereas people may not have tried working from home before they've now sort of dabbled into it and realized that you know i can trust my workforce to be more productive and that's one of the things that business leaders have taken away from this is a very key learning i think thinking about other lessons of the uh, the pandemic in zar would you say that you've perhaps come away from this last 14 months having learned something yourself um, about you your own business and the people you work with as a result of all of this
1: yeah i mean the lessons that, that I, I i've learned over the uh, the, the, the period it might, might be a bit of a cliche actually, but actually there, there has to be a work-life balance. Um, what it's taught me is, um, we have to be really good at what we do. There's no question about that, but actually also we have to, uh, try and think about the way that we live our lives. Um, and you know, I've, I've, I've been in business for over 30 years. Um, and you know, as, as a small business owner, it's very difficult to take time out. I think what the pandemic has, um, forced lots of people, including myself, to do is to take that time out and actually reevaluate life and see, well, yes, um, business is so important and it, it, it's one of the most important things in my life. But equally so, you know, that that 20-minute walk in the morning, um, you know, that is, is also very, very important. So I think my take in life is, uh, sorry, my take from this pandemic is uh, a case of definitely having that, that balance between the two.
0: And then thinking about the future now, just because I'm conscious that we are running short of time in Zara, um, I know that we don't have a crystal ball in front of us and we can't predict what's to come on the horizon and there is still an element of uncertainty there. But in an ideal world, if we begin to move out of social restrictions in the coming weeks, where ideally would you like Insight Consultancy to go over the next year and where do you see yourselves being this time in 2022?
1: I see I see. Inside Consultancy um, growing over the next um, coming year and, and, and the years after that as well. Um, I see Inside Consultancy as adopting uh, technology and, and using that as uh, a means to, to, to run the business on a day-to-day basis. Um, I see it becoming much more efficient, effective, and much more leaner than we've ever been before but also i see a huge opportunities of um globalization through uh technology um for small businesses where the the barriers to entry were normally very high um so i see those barriers to entry reduced um and uh you know and um being a forever optimist i think that there is um definitely like the end of the tunnel for small businesses and um, it's just that we we have to be much more innovative um, and creative than we ever had to be before, and uh, the, the the adoption of technology will play will play a major part in how business is done in the future.
0: It's going to be very interesting, isn't it, to see what the landscape is going to look like for businesses over the coming weeks and months and indeed years beyond. And I think as we start to get a clearer picture as to what that might look like in Zara, it would be wonderful to catch up and have you back on the programme with us just to see how things at Insight are getting on because I have to say it's been a real eye-opener and a great experience having you on the show today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Thank you very much for your time.
0: It was a pleasure to welcome Inzar Hack from Insight Consultancy onto the show today. And coming up next on the programme, we'll be joined by Incumbent Leaders' Council Chairman and former Education Secretary, Lord David Blunkett, who will be offering his take on the events of the last 14 months and his hopes for the weeks and months ahead. That will be coming up next.
2: Lord Blunkett, welcome.
3: not only reverted to a party that they can support because they can see it acting, developing, presenting as a credible alternative government, mm-hmm. but also that the lessons have been learned from the fiasco from 2015 onwards. In other words, there have to be very clear signals of substantial change, not just the right words,